What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special trade deadline recap of SSPN Live. I'm Jude, that's Ethan, and we're here to talk about all the moves that the Spurs have made. It was only really two. There was a little precursor with the Dwayne Dedman trade, um, but just if you guys don't know, I'm going to go ahead and pull it up on the ticker for y'all. The Spurs trade deadline haul, they brought in Kim Birch, Devontae Graham, one protected first-round pick from Toronto, and seven second-round picks from Miami uh, and NOLA. Um, I think I actually, I don't know, I may have got that wrong, but... Um, that sounds right. No, 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 I'm, I'm forgetting. There were two from Toronto in there, too. That's what I got wrong. <laughs> there Because there were three, or there were the four from New Orleans, and then there were, um, there was one from Miami, and then those two other second rounders um, in the Jakob trade, because there were three picks in that one. And we'll get into each of these trades as well. Um, but the outgoing people were Jakob Pertle, Josh Richardson, and then cash considerations <laughs> as we wave uh, Dwayne Dedman today. Um, so we basically paid Miami for a second round pick before we made our two moves last night. Um, and yeah, Ethan, we'll just start off. We can get into these starting off with Jakob. The first move that happened last night around midnight, a little bit after midnight. Um, you know, if you guys watched the stream last night, me and Ethan were joking around about how if the Spurs trade him to Toronto, do we just leave him there? And lo and behold, we see on Twitter today, that's exactly what we did. He was hanging out with Pascal last night. He went to, They went and got dinner together after the game. Everybody knew. So for as much of the stuff that we talk about, you know, people say they don't know. There's And Pop went on and, and had that press conference where he was like, I haven't talked to anybody. That was just Pop being Pop. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if he's hanging out with Pascal afterwards and we left him there, I feel like they definitely knew to some extent, at least going into that uh, that road trip. Um, but yeah, what what are your thoughts on that Jakob trade just to start off? I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened now rather than let him walk in free agency and not get anything. I think we all expected him to move on anyway. Um, so to get a protected first, I think it's lightly protected. I think it was one through six. I don't know yep. if that's official. Yep. Basically, um, if they don't tank, we'll we'll get their pick. Which seems pretty likely that they won't. Uh, Toronto really doesn't tank, and they have Pascal still. They just traded for Jakob. Like I think they're trying to kind of move forward and build around Pascal and try and get, um, get, get, get going into the playoffs a little bit further than they have in the past. So that's great to see. The second-round picks all of a sudden are like candy, so I'm glad we were able to get two of those out of that deal. And then Ken Burke... Uh, I don't think he's a long-term piece, but somebody that can kind of fill in as the backup spot at that center position, uh, be formidable as a defender, um, might get you a couple couple buckets a game. I think two years ago, he didn't play the full season. I'm assuming he got injured or something happened, but he averaged like 12 and 9 yeah. for, for like 20 games. And then this season, he's kind of dropped off. Um, but just a solid backup spot to kind of fill the void there uh, since Deadman's not going to be playing. Uh, I'm excited that we were able to put him back in Toronto. I think that that's his, that's his home, you know, and, and I think we were finally able to do right or not finally, but we were able to do right by Jakob, who has been the utmost professional and really somebody that we've seen grow before our very eyes. So going to miss him for sure. No hard feelings at all. He's been nothing but great. And um, yeah, it's going to be sad to see him go, but happy to see him where he is. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we could send him back with spicy P so they can have mm-hmm. that front court. You know, I was watching the Toronto broadcast and I talked about it on last night's post game. If you want to check it out, they were basically talking about how they were super interested in him and they were going to make a bunch of deals, even though they didn't make a bunch of deals, which was kind of surprising. Yakov was still the one that they did, which yeah. once again, go watch that post game. It wasn't surprising. Basically, they did like a whole segment on how they want him back and how they need a center in today's NBA. You know, they were talking about a couple years ago, you know, when the Rockets were, I, I, it might have been with Harden, um, but mm-hmm. when they were kind of thriving a little bit, running a lot of six six guys, um, you know, it, it felt like the league was kind of trending that way. And since then, we've kind of been reminded that, hey, bigs are still important and you can mm-hmm. have super versatile bigs, you know, with the way that the game has grown. You know, Wembenyama is example number one. You're seeing more and more bigs who are skilled on the perimeter, um, which can kind of counteract, you know, that small ball, if you will. Um, so I kind of forgot where I was going with that. Oh no. Well, basically that the Raptors like kind of committed to that. Like they've been playing six, eight kind of super switchable lengthy guys, you know, running presses of Chua, uh, Scotty Barnes and Pascal Mm -hmm. all together on top of OG as well. And basically the broadcasters were like, yeah, they need a center. So they got one in their boy, Jakob. He gets to go back home, uh, with his boy spicy P and, and try to, you know, recreate some success in Toronto that they had when they were past there. Um, and, and like you said, really my main takeaway from it is, Hey, we got three picks out of it and we're Mm -hmm. probably going to have another second rounder next year because of it. Um, unless things go really bad in Toronto and there's some crazy injuries or something. Um, I'm just glad we didn't lose him for nothing because he declined the extension. He's going to go to more of a winning team. It's his back home. It, I I think this was just a a solid all around trade for both sides. A win-win for sure. Definitely. And now we can move on to another sad move, Ethan. Mm. It wasn't necessarily sad. We've been talking about how this is probably going to happen for a long time, but we were going to be sad to see him go, and that's Josh Richardson. But this is another one where I'm super happy that he went to New Orleans. Um, you know, he'll probably take the the role. Or it, I know that Devontae Graham had lost minutes. That's who we got back in that trade on top of four second-round picks. We were texting Crazy. about that which is just nuts that we didn't have to give them anything. We didn't have to give them a pick. We just got four second rounders for Jay Rich and Devontae Graham, who, you know, is 27, but still I think um, we can raise his potential a little bit um, just with the Spurs development system, whatever you want to call it. Um, But I'm glad that he went to a winner and that we were able to get a a haul for him. What what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts on the Jay Rich trade? It feels like we fleeced New Orleans. I mean, I, I know Jay Rich is a great player, and I'm, I'm sure he's going to do great things for them coming off the bench uh, in New Orleans, be a spark plug, do everything that he did for us, but obviously with more win success in New Orleans, so happy for him to be in that Should be situation. an easier job with more talent around him, too. Absolutely. But, I mean, I, I know Devontae's been losing minutes, so clearly there's something he there, did. but... He, I've always liked him. I mean, even back in Charlotte, he's a scorer, but he's also a point guard. He has like ability to facilitate a good ball handler. Um, not not really a scorer, but a shooter. He can really, sh- you know, he was a scorer there a little bit for for Charlotte, but then things kind of started to downturn in, in New Orleans when he lost his minutes. For sure, but I, I mean, straight up, Devontae and Josh Richardson, I could have seen that been a straight up deal, like to, just one right. for one. So for us to like additionally get four second round picks, like. I just saw my name in the comments. Yeah. Four second round picks. I mean, that feels like we really fleeced them there. Um, so, I mean, good situation for both teams. It feels like another win-win. I'm happy to see it. 
Well, we gotta we gotta address this comment. Millennial Movie says the biggest question coming out of the trade deadline is Ethan keeping the mustache. It's a good look, though. That's a good. That's a, see that that is the big question now. We'll have to see. You know, Ethan's about to go on vacation, so maybe he comes back and he's a little bit more scraggly. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, but to go back to the J Rich trade, yeah, to get if you would have told me we're gonna get Devonte Graham and four second round picks. I would have honestly told you you were crazy. I was like, there's no way we get that for Jay Rich. And the Spurs were just asking for a couple second rounders from all the intel we had heard. Um, but you know, the New Orleans and and a lot of other teams in the West with the moves that they've made. And I know Josh Richardson is not Kevin Durant. That is not what I'm saying. But yeah. I'm just saying with all of the everybody going all in in the West with all the moves the Lakers made today the moves the Suns made, Kyrie's in the West now too with the Mavericks, you know, all of these teams who feel like they have a shot to con, uh, to contend. Um, you know, like New Orleans felt like it needed another spark plug, another weapon off the bench to increase their depth to be competitive in the playoffs. And that's probably why they're willing to give up four second rounders for Jay Rich. And then obviously Devontae Graham hadn't been playing there, completely lost, fell out of the rotation. Um, but you know, we need another backup point guard. <laughs> so we finally yeah. have one because it's really just been Trey Jones. And whenever he's got hurt this year, we've seen what's happened with the team. Um, not saying that Devonte Graham is going to lead to any more wins, um, mm-hmm. but at least we'll have like a competent point guard depth now with, with him coming in. For sure. And a guy that can facilitate. I forgot what Keith, Keith brings up a good point. Devonte <laughs> Graham is so bad defensively. I didn't even think about defense. Like that, that's why they made that trade because Jay Rich right. is three and D. So he's going to help them lock up because they're going to really need a perimeter defenders. If they're playing against golden state, right. or Denver, you know what I mean? So obviously a really good move for them, but I'm just, I'm still surprised we got four seconds out of that. Cause what well, two days it's ago wild. we were like, I bet we can get one. One second for Jay Rich, maybe two. Like that was the thought process, but to get four, like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, just wild. Um, <laughs> our man Rain says, "Bring four back to complete the defensive juggernaut." And hey, look, here's the thing: with the defense getting worse, it's as we mentioned in recent lives. It's very obvious, regardless of whether the Spurs say they're never going to say that they're trying to lose. But it's so obvious what we're doing with these trades. Um, <laughs> You know, I was showing Ethan a little bit uh, before we got on here. Uh, I didn't mean to make it like this. Here we go. We'll make have all three big. of us. We'll, we have th- <laughs> we'll have three of us on here. Um, if you guys can see this, I hope you can. Uh, the new Spurs roster right here. Basically, you know, it just kind of evens out. These moves evened out the roster. When you move away, Jay Rich, who is playing the two, um, and you bring in Devontae, that just makes the depth more even. Ideally, you want to have three players at each position. Obviously, these guys are switchable. Um, but there's just a, a better idea uh, of what's going on. But the other trade that the Spurs made, Ethan, before all of this happened was Dwayne Dedman, where we paid Miami for Dwayne Dedman and a second round pick. And we bought him out today. So what that tells me with the Kem Birch move, we were talking about that earlier. I think Kem Birch is going to end up being our just our third string center for depth. Uh, and we're going to call up Charles Bassey after the G League yeah. next up game after the All-Star break. Um and I think I think it'll the rotation is going to be him and Zach. Maybe I'm wrong, and they keep him in the G League, and they just want to see him develop more. But I really, I mean, we gave Homeboy number ninety two. <laughs> like, I just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god, that's the best, the best evidence ever of someone not playing is just going off of his number. Oh my god, <laughs> that's fair. 
that's no fair. okay but genuinely like with charles bassey's minutes i mean the dude made league history he earlier this year i forget which game it was i know that sounds crazy just with the record of the spurs right now but like i forget what it was he had like 20 points 10 boards and like sub 20 okay. minutes or something in one of the earlier games we saw how physical we, he was we saw he could play already um I mean, there's a lot of tape that you can pull up that shows that he's more physical than Jakob. Um, that's yeah. not me saying he's better than Jakob, but like, there's a lot of, and he's 22. He, he we throws that weight around. Yeah, y'all go check, check. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Check out the uh, Charles Bassey's potential clip if you want to hear more on him that we have up on the channel. Um, but the other thing that also happened that was kind of a little bit of surprise uh, throughout this deadline was no Doug McDermott move. Mm. Um, but kind of after it happened and seeing a lot of the Spurs reporters talk about it, Ethan, and taking into consideration some past comments from Doug, um, it seems like homeboy just wants to be here. And like, I think they were probably had some conversations with him about a trade, but with all the things that the Spurs reporters, whether it's Tom Orsborne from the San Antonio News Express, Matthew Tinnon, he does his own sub stack, was working for the Athletic NBA covering the Spurs before that. They basically had like a Twitter conversation today talking about how like he's told the Spurs a lot, like he wants to stay here. Like he really likes it in San Antonio. He's made those comments before. My guess is, is probably in these conversations that they were having, like, hey, we might trade you. He was probably like, you know, I understand if you guys want to do that. Like, you're trying to do right by me right now. But I, he said, like, this is, go check out Twitter. Like, I want, I'm cool with staying through the rebuild. That's what I was trying to get to. Like, he he just likes San Antonio so much that, and he likes the young core that he's like, I'll, I'll hang out in the rebuild. So I think that was probably the main reason why we didn't move him. Also, probably once again, the fact that we could get four second round picks for Jay Rich, we probably were thinking we'd get four second round picks like between Jay Rich and Doug. The fact that we got it just Jay Rich mm-hmm. and and you can keep him around as just a, a vet. Obviously, he's an off ball shooter. He can play with anybody. Um, that's probably why we didn't move him. Yeah, I'm fine with keeping him. Um, I thought we would actually have a hard time moving him because he is pretty... I don't want to say one dimensional, but he, I mean, he moves well without the ball. He's a really good shooter. He's a sniper, uh, backdoor cuts, all that thing. High IQ player. Um, but clearly not as valuable as a Jay Rich or a Jakob. So I was like, maybe right. there's not a market for him at this point. It's kind of a small move. Who really needs just like a, a sniper sniper? It is 13 million. Like, yeah. And he's not on an expiring deal. You have right. to pay him next year too. So I could see maybe being a trade candidate again next year, but I agree with what, what everything that you just said. Um, for somebody that's a veteran that wants to be in San Antonio, especially when we're not winning, like right. that's rare. That's hard to find. Mm-hmm. For the most part, they're all going to want out. And the crazy thing is he's still good. Like mm-hmm. usually those veterans that want to hang out and just kind of be mentors are like trash. No offense. Like, like I love Gorgie, but he's not, you know, <laughs> able to impact right. the game. Right. And then right. same with Miami old boy. That's like 42 at this point. Udonis Haslam. You know, and if we take McBuckets off the roster, I know we're not trying to win, but we really don't have a lot of spacing. <laughs> like if he's right, not out there, right. 
and his impact would be really felt if we just have four guys out there that can't shoot really, or I mean, they can shoot, but they're not like he's a sniper. We don't have any other snipers on the roster at this point. If we're not playing him, like probably we're either playing Romeo or Stanley at the three. Like if we were to trade him, that probably gives like, well, I guess Sohan's hurt right now. So, but if we were to trade him and Sohan's hurt, Roby is getting minutes, <laughs> like which I guess I guess that works for the tank. But like, yeah. still, like you want to have some sort of competency to where they're actually like developing. Mm-hmm. You want to have somebody yeah. out there who knows what they're doing. And ordinarily, I would say still move him anyway because he's you know taking minutes away from the young guys or whatever. But at the end of the day, he's not going to really change the win loss record at right. all. Right. So like, we can give him forty five minutes and we're still going to lose because he's just a role player. And down the line, if he wants to stay with us and and be on four, that's what contracts, it seems like he wants to do. I'm totally fine with Me that too. because we will we will weed out these young guys, see which ones are going to make it, which ones aren't. And it, let's say you know all the stars align when we draft Victor Wembanyama or a Scoot Henderson, right. and Devin develops into who we think he is. Keldon Sohan as well. Trey becomes a formidable facilitator all of a sudden we want doug mcdermott because we Mm -hmm. got guys that can draw two we need somebody that can just sit in the corner and knock down threes you know what i mean and he's somebody who will age well it seems like he's you know we we noticed it even last year it seems like his he's kind of slimmed down since he's come in the league after being a little bit more of a post-up four at creighton um and so I think he's he's gonna he's 31, but I think he's gonna age really well. I mean, he's not gonna be a great defender, but he's already not a great defender. I mean, he, you signed him because he's an elite shooter and it is an elite off-ball cutter, all that stuff. Um, so I think that's gonna age very well as well. Yeah, I agree. And for what one more second rounder, we're gonna get rid of him. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we already got so many. Like, maybe maybe point. it happens next year, like you said, and, and Mark said yeah. in the comments. Um, but. You know, I'm honestly kind of happy we kept him because it's like all these guys we like. So <laughs> keeping him allowed, you know, it, it, it let my heart take the Jay Rich and Jakob mm. trades, you know, Facts. a little better. Yes, um, for sure. But we can talk about about the new Spurs. And there was a comment that Dylan said earlier, uh, this one right here. He was saying Wesley should get those reps. And this has kind of been a conversation all year with Devontae Graham coming in. And it seems like I feel I don't think that we're going to cut him. Um, at least, so. at least not this season. Um, we may cut him in the off season though, Ethan, that's something to keep an eye on with Devonte Graham, because if we cut him like before, I think it's either June or July 1st, I, I want to say it's July 1st the contract isn't guaranteed. Mm. So he's on a, like he, he signed, like it was a deal that he signed back in Charlotte where he got traded to new Orleans. It was a four year deal for about 11 million per year. Um, the stipulation in that contract is based, not all that money's guaranteed. And I want to say next year, even if we do keep him, only like two million of it's guaranteed. So don't be deceived by Devonte Graham's contract, people. It's actually better for the Spurs than you think. Than meets the eye. Mm. His <laughs> minutes will probably just be the same as Jay Rich's too. So I'm sure Blake right. will still get spot minutes here and there, especially. And Blake Romeo can play the two. Blake's two six can. five. Right. They both can play the two. Really, like mm-hmm. either one of them can play off the ball, which is nice to have. Right. Um, so. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I think he'll get minutes. Um, I think he will take minutes away from Blake. Um, mm-hmm. That's not me saying that Blake's not going to play because you never know with injuries, <laughs> especially this year with injuries. Um, but I think on a fully healthy team, now they will play him. I think they're going to, once we get Devin back from uh, the surgery after the All-Star break, I think like the end of the season, we're like actually going to try to play 
like like a fully a healthy bit. team if we yeah. can just to like get some competent reps in you know before next season um and then suddenly Keldon will get hurt right and then, and then and then we'll have more wins than the rockets and someone will get hurt oh. again um yep. <laughs> but, and we'll go right back down uh I think that Devontae Graham will play, but I also understand what's going on here. But I don't think that this is like this isn't them bringing Devontae Graham in because they don't believe in Blake Wesley or Trey Jones. This is just we only had two point guards. One is hurt and we've seen how that's gone this year. And Blake doesn't really know how to like run the offense or doesn't fully understand NBA basketball yet. Mm -hmm. So because of that, we just wanted some more depth just for competency on the court. That was, that was the way I took it. I same here. Yeah. Well, I guess talking about Kim Birch, I said, I think Charles Bassey's going to get called up and he'll have those minutes. But what do you think? I mean, I think maybe there's a chance Kim Birch plays, but I just, I feel like with how much Bassey's been impressing and because we also cut Dwayne Dedman, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's got to We got to bring him up. He's in the G league next up game. He's like fourth in votes and he's averaging like 30 and almost it's not 30. It's like 24 and like 12 in the G league. And he's shooting threes and mid range jumpers too. Like he's developing and he's, he's only 22. We, we saw what he did earlier in the year. I feel like it's gotta be that, but do you have a counter argument, Ethan? Do, do you have anything else that you think maybe he won't? <laughs> no not really i mean the only the, the continuing counter argument to that is just that pop plays the vets I'll, like that's as notorious as just to give kim birch or burke whatever it is the minutes because he's right. been in the league longer it has proven but i would rather bassy play um, because of everything that you just said he's young and he's he's constantly improved and it, he's physical and, and why not like is he really even if you want to say he's worse than Ken Birch, is he that much worse? Like legitimately? Right. Right. No. And we're trying and, to lose. And our man Rain brings up a good point here too. We may not even sign him to yeah. a um a, another contract. We might just use the rest of his two way days out, which honestly would be the most Spurs thing ever, Ethan, because then the Spurs were playing the long game because they brought him in, saw what he could do, and we had some injuries, and then it's like he's weirdly been in the G League since then. And Mm -hmm. if we knew we were going to make these moves the whole time, that would make sense of why we were just, not only is he developing down there, and he's in the G League next up game, which is exactly what you want, um, but at the same time, it, it, it feels like that they really did play that out and i wasn't sure how many days he had left i wasn't sure if it was 45 or 50 or what it was um but yeah that that works out perfect too we don't even need to sign him we can just use the rest of those two-way days that we haven't been using fine by me yep that's cool with me too you know what shout out to our boy be right uh i mean obviously all these draft picks are remain to be seen we got to see what we actually do with them but to to get this kind of haul and it's clear now that there's been a plan. You right. know what I mean? So Absolutely. shout out to him. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to have that clarity mm-hmm. and it's nice to just know, look, we're, like Woj tweeted last night, we're just like, give us the draft capital. Give us Ken Birch and Devonte Grant. Give, give us your two third string players. That's mm-hmm. all we need. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh my gosh. Well, our man Mark Obed goes in also says Bassey and Barlow should get reps. I think that's another interesting thing to watch is just Don Barlow. Um, we talked about this. We talked about him a lot, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm just curious to see if down this last stretch of the season, 
if just he gets some minutes like over Isaiah Roby, like if we just call him up for some two-way days and give him like some actual rotation minutes, and I'm talking in like, you know, this is like March, April, May type area after the All-Star break. Um, I hope we see, yeah, I hope we see some Barlow. Our man Dylan hopes we see some Barlow, but, you know, he might, we might just let him hang out in the G League, keep getting 20 plus because that's what he's been doing. So love to see the development there as well. Um. I think that's really it, Ethan. I think we've we've covered most of it. Is there anything else, I guess, storyline-wise, you can think of in your head? Zach Collins about to go 20 and 10 rest of the season. <laughs> yes, yes. That's another thing we've been talking about is just with his improvement, and it seemed like in some other games he was playing a little better than Jakob. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jakob's going to return to full Jakob form now that he's back in Toronto. Uh, but I'm excited to see Zach's um, development moving forward. And that was kind of the other thing I thought about him earlier when we were talking about Doug. It's interesting we kept both of them because those are two guys we specifically signed in free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we traded for Jay Rich, you know, like um, I can't think of another example because oh, we traded for Jakob too. As mm-hmm. much as we love Jakob, like we traded for both of those guys. We signed Doug and Zach. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what their future holds in San Antonio, but hopefully Zach can develop more and take advantage of the starting role, like you said. Knock on wood. We will have to see. Well, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today to recap the trade deadline. Um, Ethan's going on vacation, so you won't see him for a little bit. But uh, with that being said, I believe I'm going to try to do at least one post game uh, solo while he's gone just to keep the content going. Uh, we'll have some clips and stuff out after this one as well. Uh, but if you enjoyed today's show, Don't forget to like and subscribe. We appreciate y'all. Hit that like button. Hit that sub button. If you want to follow us on Twitter to stay updated with the show, that's the best way to do it. At SSPN on YT, at Jude McLaren, and at Ethan underscore Quintero. I'm sure we'll dive in deep more into the Spurs future. Probably do like an hour long live uh, around maybe like the all-star break or something, Ethan, just to kind of preview now that everything's like set in place. Um, But this was the trade deadline. Good moves from B-Right. Spurs got eight draft picks and and Kem Birch and Devontae Graham. <laughs> mm-hmm. But really, the eight draft picks are what matters. Kem Birch, I believe, is on an expiring deal. And like I just said, with, with Devontae Graham, he has the ability to be on, a, on an expiring deal. If we waive him before July 1st, we won't have to pay him anything. So good moves all around by the Spurs. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Go Spurs, go.